Hi there, it's Melvin. Just wanted to take a moment to thank the team over at Thryzer for supporting this month's podcast sessions. Thryzer is a payment platform that you have to check out if you are a private pay therapist and accepting out-of-network benefits. It basically helps clients save on therapy up front. Thryzer can help verify a client's out-of-network benefit ahead of the first session so that they get transparency up front on what their out-of-pocket costs will be. I'll tell you more about Thryzer here in the middle of our session, but if you go to sellingthecouch.com forward slash Thryzer, you actually end, then enter the code STC upon sign up, you get your first $2,500 in fees waived. Again, that's over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash Thryzer, and be sure to enter the promo code STC. So we'll jump right into today's podcast session. Hello, hello. Welcome to today's session of Selling the Couch. I hope you're doing fantastic. So a huge difference between online courses that go from like 100,000 in sales to over 1 million in sales is that they set up an affiliate program, but not thinking through a few things could end up making your affiliate program crash right at the start. Well, after eight years and uh, now over $316,000 in revenue from our podcasting course, without an affiliate program, we are finally considering launching one. And I've taken a lot of advice from six-figure and seven-figure earning creators, and more importantly, creators that have built businesses that befit their lifestyle, meaning that, you know, they really optimize for things like rest and family time and all of those things. And in today's podcast session, what I wanted to do is share five of the things that they recommended that I think about as we consider launching our affiliate program. So before we even jump in, I don't want to make any sort of leaps or assumptions about, you know, what an affiliate, you might even know what an affiliate program is. So an affiliate program is basically that somebody, a, so in this case, a course student for recommending an online course. So in this case, our podcasting course would get a percentage of every sale that they bring in. So affiliate programs are really common in online marketing and this sort of online business space. Uh, A lot of the experts out there from, you know, from Jeff Walker to Alex Hormozzi to Pat Flynn all recommend, you know, doing some sort of an affiliate program. To be honest, like it's something that I just didn't know a lot about. And, you know, frankly, with having, you know, Chloe being born and these past several years have just been a lot of navigating between, you know, again, a new child and also launching our online course mastermind, trying to figure out how to integrate healthcasters into that, all of that kind of stuff. It's just been a lot. So I just have not had the bandwidth to even consider it, but it just seems to make sense to do it now and at least consider it. And here's the first thing that I'm really thinking about is before launching a full-on affiliate program for existing healthcare students, we're doing it with beta testers. So more specifically, we have taken a small group of three to five beta testers. So these are colleagues who have purchased the healthcare course, they have launched their podcast, they have 
been podcasting for a number of years. And to be completely honest, I just like hand kind of hand selected and reached out to to colleagues in our community that have, you know, that I have personal relationships with. So we currently, as I record this, we have 192 active student subscriptions on our podcasting course email list. We also had, you know, several of them, you know, for whatever reason, I'm subscribed because maybe they don't want to get emails or whatever reason, right? But I'm not starting with 192 students. The main reason is because I'd rather test and break and rebuild with a few things. Paul Graham, who's the founder of Y Combinator, basically says, do things that don't scale at the very beginning. And so I'm taking that same mindset. Basically, what I am doing is one-on-one 45-minute calls with each of these. Uh, Right now, we have four uh, beta testers. So in each of those calls, I'm asking them a bunch of different questions. So what can we do to make it easier for you to promote the HealthCasters link through your affiliate link, the HealthCasters course through your affiliate link? A lot of big complex words here. And uh, other questions we are asking is, if you've been an affiliate before, what have you enjoyed? If you've been an affiliate before, what have you not enjoyed? If you've been an affiliate before, what do you think is missing? What sort of payment, right? Like, you know, the HealthCasters course, as I record, this is a $14.97 course. We also recently introduced a payment plan, which, you know, takes the price up a little bit more than that. But basically, what percentage of that sale would actually be like, oh my gosh, Mel, like I have, it's like a no-brainer decision with regard to promoting the course. So once those one-on-ones are done, we've also, I've started to just set up a private Voxer group for like asynchronous communication and feedback. So this is mainly because at this point in the game, I don't really want to manage like a Facebook group. I know that so many therapists have love and hate with social media, including me. And so Voxer is basically, uh, if you remember like from back in the 90s, those like if you were a kid of the 90s, if you're not, that's okay. But there was these commercials for Nextel, which is this walkie-talkie. And so, you know, you could basically communicate with people over walkie-talkie, I guess was but built into your phone, I think. That's what the whole thing of it was. But Voxer is similar to that, but the app version. So you can basically send voice memos to individual people, or you can set up a group and send voice memos. I love it because you can basically do communication, but you don't have to be in front of a computer. Uh, We actually use Voxer for our online course mastermind, and our students love it because there's not that pressure to be on social media like that. So First, again, we're just sort of setting up with these like three to five beta members. The second thing that a lot of, you know, creator friends encourage me to think about is taxes. If you're like, what in the world? (laughs) Why should I be thinking about taxes at this point? So basically, you'll need to establish your affiliates tax status right at the start. The main reason, at least here in the U.S., and as of this recording, any earnings that an affiliate makes that's over $600 is actually subject to taxes. So Practically what this means, you have to collect a W-9 form from U.S.-based affiliates and this form called the W-8-BEN, or it gets also known as a form W-8-BENE from affiliates that are based outside of the U.S. Hey there, I hope that you're enjoying today's podcast session. So I've, you know, jumped back into private practice and I decided to go the private pay route. And one of the things that I've been thinking a lot about is how do I tap into outer network benefits for clients that might want to use it? 
Now, the common sort of perspective or tip that a lot of folks say is just to provide a super bill for clients. But the reality is, I feel like most clients aren't going to go take a super bill and then call the insurance company and then deal with that whole mess of trying to communicate with the insurance companies and waiting on reimbursement and all of that kind of stuff, right? And then at some point, especially if they're keenly aware of budget and stuff like that, they're like, oh my gosh, I may not be able to afford working with this therapist and all of those kind of things, right? This is where Thryzer comes in. And the really cool thing with Thryzer is that they will actually float the clients for the sessions. So basically, when you sign up for Thryzer, you can automatically submit out-of-network claims for your clients. It's simply done through an app. It literally takes seconds. And Thryzer takes care of all of the insurance stress. So we don't have to deal with it as clinicians. Our clients don't have to deal with it. And clients just pay what they owe for for actual sessions, i.e. like the difference between your rate and the reimbursement rate in order to skip the long insurance wait. All they have to do is pay the standard 3% credit card fee. There is no monthly contracts or fees or anything like that. If you would like to try out Thryzer, you can go to sellingthecouch.com forward slash Thryzer, enter the promo code STC so that your first $2,500 in fees are waived. Again, that's over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash Thryzer, and Thryzer is spelled T-H-R-I-Z-E-R, and enter the promo code STC. So one of the things I'm just trying to figure out is, you know, we use Kartra for we run STC on Kartra. We love Kartra. You know, there's all of these platforms have their own nuances, but on the whole, we love Kartra. And one of the things that Kartra allows is you actually, it allows you to set up these affiliate portals. So I ha- one of the things I just have to figure out is how easy it's to integrate a, like, you know, like basically asking our affiliates to submit a W9 before we can approve their access to the affiliate program. The third thing that they recommended that I think about is auto payouts and refunds. So obviously the big benefit of an affiliate program for your course is having this army of ambassadors who are speaking about your course, right? You know, one of the things that I have found is we can share as course creators, we can share from the mountaintops about how great our course is. But if somebody that has gone through our course shares, it usually yields a 5 to 10 to 20x reward. And knowing that an affiliate program creates this sort of army of ambassadors, it's really easy to overlook systems that make it easier to manage payment collection and refunds. So Kartra, again, allows auto payments and refunds. So essentially, we can set criteria when it comes to payouts. So for example, Payouts happen every three months or when an affiliate hits like an X amount in commissions, like $500 in commissions. That way, everything is automated as much as possible. So Kartra kind of handles this on the the back end, right, using software. So once they hit these sort of parameters, they get money auto deposited into their PayPal. Now, there's a nuance that we have to think about. What if someone buys your course through an affiliate link, the affiliate then gets paid but then the student who bought through that affiliate link requests a refund. 
it's setting up to be a logistical nightmare, right? Because as a course creator, you've already paid the affiliate. Now you got to figure out how to refund it back, get the money back, all of that, right? The secret to avoiding this nightmare is a gap in time between when there's the affiliate payout and the initial sale. So likely like a 30 to 60 to 90 day window. So practically for me with my with our health gestures course, we have a 30 day money back guarantee on our course. You know, purchasing a course is a big financial investment. It's a big time investment, especially with a $1,500 course. Like it's not a cheap investment. And so I don't want anyone to ever regret, you know, purchasing the course. But we do set parameters like, hey, you have to request a refund within 30 days. That's like a reasonable amount of time, right? I've seen like no refunds all the way to like 14 days. I feel like 30 days, like more than reasonable, right? Now, the thing that we have to figure out is because we have this 30 day window, it doesn't actually make sense to pay out on the 31st day because what I found is sometimes there's just some nuances, you know, like I've had enough scenarios where there, it's not a huge amount of scenarios, but I've had enough where someone requests some sort of a refund within 30 to 40, 50, 40 days. And then, you know, there's some veiled threats about, you know, I'm going to leave a bad review or something like that, that I then have to like weigh decisions, right? And by and large, we hold the boundaries because I think boundaries are very important. And I think as course creators, setting boundaries is really important. Um, And it's good modeling for everybody, right? But the reality is there is like these 1% of scenarios where the headache of like, and the threats and all of this kind of stuff, and even like legal kind of actions that we can take, it may not be worth it, uh, because the the costs are just refunding somebody, right? So to account for that, what I've kind of arrived at is 30 day window, but we will do our affiliate payouts either at the 60 or 90 day mark, just so that we allow for some of that grace and that flexibility. That way, I also like, I would feel terrible if we end up paying an affiliate and, and then like, we come back and we're like, hey, this person requested a refund. So sorry, we're going to have to pull that money back. So it's just I would, you know, ideally avoid as much as possible, avoid any of that kind of stuff. So the next thing to consider is what I call microphones. So it's much easier to bring in if to bring in uh, affiliate income if your students have one of two things. First, your course helps them build a microphone to share their message to a larger audience. So for example, if your course is on how to start a, a YouTube channel, right? So they, the students start the YouTube channel, then they can create videos to promote the affiliate, you know, to recommend your course, right? This makes it way easier. Second, if your student has an established and growing audience on, on social media or an email list, this means that there's trust built in, assuming that the affiliate is like genuinely connecting with their social media followers versus kind of doing drive-by marketing. So i.e. using like a social media scheduling software to blast the same thing across multiple places, but then not actually like engaging with people. If it's assuming it's genuine, I think it's going to make it a lot easier to get affiliate sales later. The final sort of thing I wanted to mention is what's called the 80-20 principle. And, and I a couple of creator friends mentioned this course that I took on affiliate, setting up an affiliate program mentioned this, but basically as course creators, it's easy to assume that all of our affiliates will promote our course. But something interesting I learned, 
80 or maybe even up to 90% of your sales will come from the top 20% of your, of your affiliates. So a better question to ask or a good question to ask is what can I create to fuel my top 20% of affiliates? So some examples is a webinar just for their audience where their affiliate link is used, right? You go in and you do a live webinar just or a live Q&A just for their audience. Next one is a step-by-step video or a podcast outline so that they create a podcast or a video series that gets uploaded to YouTube. And within the description or even within the content of that podcast or that YouTube video, there is a mention of an affiliate link. Now, this is the parts that I have to figure out. I've got ideas like that, but when in doubt, I'm just honestly going to try to rely on the affiliates and ask them what they think would be the most helpful. So I wanted to, you know, create this episode kind of at the front end because one, I'm not even sure we're going to do this yet, uh, just because I do realize even early on, like this could really be like a whole other product. And I'm in a season of life where I really want simplicity, not complexity. And other thing is, I think it's really easy to talk about a program or doing something new after it's done and being like, oh, now that I'm through kind of the rough part of it or the difficult part of it, like I can now share about it. Instead, I thought is, let me just do this while I'm figuring this out, because I'm like taking such a beginner's mind to this because there is I've never set this up. I have no idea. I'm learning on the fly, but I hope that uh, this truly does help you and helps you think about things. And if you are interested in being part of our uh, potential affiliate program, um, obviously the best way to do that is to check out the Healthcasters podcasting course. Uh, you can check that out at signthecouch.com forward slash join the Healthcasters. If you would rather like learn from me through something free and helpful, which is highly what I recommend. You, we also have this free podcasting workshop, which is, again has been mentioned on this session, but you can check that out at signthecouch.com forward slash podcasting workshop. It basically contains a ton of lessons I've learned since 2015 being on this podcasting journey, uh, taking the STC podcast from literally nine downloads on day one to now averaging anywhere from, you know, 20,000 to 28,000 downloads a month. Have a great rest of your day and I appreciate you and I'll see you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Selling the Couch podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.sellingthecouch.com. Hey there, thank you so much for tuning in to today's session. Just wanted to also let you know that we have a free email newsletter that goes out every week. You can download it over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash newsletter. Basically, uh, that newsletter contains some of the stuff that's happening behind the scenes with STC and also with my life and how I'm balancing and trying to balance uh, being both an entrepreneur as well as building a life around my family and my health as well. And it also contains the latest podcast episode and some of the stuff that I'm doing on LinkedIn, some of the strategies and things that are working for me. 
And then finally, a brand new section called On Mel's Mind, where I take a video or a book or a blog post or something like that that's inspiring me for that week, and I share how I'm implementing it both in my life and in my business. Again, you can download that over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash newsletter. And if you are one of the 3,700 colleagues that have been a part of the email newsletter, I so appreciate you and uh, I'm grateful for your support. We genuinely try to make these helpful and, uh, and just based on the data and based on the feedback we're getting, it seems like we're doing a really good job. So appreciate you and uh, I hope that you have a great day.